Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Julie, Julie, Julie. Oh, I have a feeling I forgot to unmute Julie. No problem. Let's see. Hey, there you are. Hello. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Sorry. No worries. Um, So welcome to today's radio show. Yes. So we have a topic today, guys, that is, I would say, uh, in demand. The topic of today's show and tomorrow's show is going to be something specifically for every single one of you listening, no matter how long you've been in the business. Now, I'm going to caution a lot of you who've been in the business for a while that this show topic might at first seem a little bit too basic for you, and I assure you that it's not. One of the top questions we've been getting, and I would say this is, I've seen more of an increase in this question over the last I don't know, maybe 90, 120 days. And the question goes like this. We get it from a variety of different people. I'm brand new in the agent, brand new in the industry. What do I do? Or I'm returning to the industry. What do I do? Or I've been in the industry a while, struggling, and now I'm finally ready to take off in my business. Finally, I'm listening to you guys. You're motivating me. I'm kind of clearing the cobwebs in my head. I'm finally really seriously ready to drill down. What am I supposed to do? And then the fourth group uh, that we hear a lot from are our top producing agents. And this one, this group's actually uh, very interesting to me. They'll say, and, and we've read these emails to you guys, some of these in the past, known you guys, Tim and Julie, I've known you guys for a long time, saw you at Howard Britton thing, saw you at this, the other thing. And I was a top producer selling 100 to 200 houses a year, had a team, had this, the other thing, had some horrible thing happen. My business grew, uh, blew up, you know, had some sort of other something happen. And as a result of that, I'm having to recreate my entire business from ground up. I know I can do it. I've done it before. And can you please remind me of exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, the steps I'm supposed to be taking? So those have really been, I think, the four, I, the biggest increase. If I were to take all the emails we get, and we get tons of emails from you guys, if we were to take all of the like the top ten categories, what I just shared with you guys probably would fill up the you know easily the, the first four. In other words, those are the most common things that we hear from all of you, and I think that's fantastic. What that tells me is that there's literally you know tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of you who are listening, who are engaging, who are listening and engaging again and again and again and again, and then saying, okay, I get it. This I really am in the right place at the right time. Now I just need to know what actions to take. Thank you for asking. We're going to be sharing with you the exact steps over the next couple of days. Write these things down. Take these things serious, seriously. Now, if you're an agent who's having their best year ever and you're thinking to yourself, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't need to listen to this stuff. I'm too advanced for it. I would caution you to be mindful of that mindset because that's the same mindset and Remember I was telling you guys the four categories, the fourth one being the people that had been top producers and essentially have fallen back and now are having to recreate all of it again? That failure happened as a result of the mindset that I know it all. And so if you're in a group, if you're of the mindset that this information is going to be too basic for me, you are absolutely positively 100% wrong. And that ego-ridden thought of it's too basic for me, I know it all, or some version of that, 
will make you broke again. And I know all of you who have climbed the mountain, fallen off the mountain, are looking to climb it again. You are all saying hallelujah, amen, what I'm saying is true. So, look, guys, a smart man learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. Always have an open mind. Always be willing to learn. And always be willing to challenge all your paradigms, all your beliefs. Assume start every day with the belief that everything that you're doing needs to get better. Do not be complacent. Do not rest on your laurels. Do not do anything that is like every single everything that you do from reading to like information you're consuming or ways that you're maybe reading a script or way you're presenting. Always look for ways to improve. It keeps you challenged. It keeps you from getting bored. It avoids complacency. Understand that all of us have this natural sort of need to try to almost like slow down, and we all want to get in this complacent mode where we think we've all got it figured out, where we can just sort of mentally and emotionally twiddle our thumbs all day. When you get into that mode, when you get into the I've learned it all or I know it all or I've got it all figured out mode, I I promise you 100% of the time on the other side of that is going to be failure. Julie, am I overstating this? No, absolutely not. I always, you know, it's funny when you're using your navigation and she announces, you have arrived, right? Sometimes I think agents have that, you have arrived in your head and and that that's somehow kind of a goal that you can get there and then skate and you know everything, everything's going to be easy Mm -hmm. and fantastic, when in fact that's the biggest black hole trap that you can fall into. And I think that you're not overstating. I, I think it's an early warning sign of complacency for sure. The challenge is seeing it yourself and being introspective before someone else, say that seller that you thought you were going to list this afternoon who blindsides you by choosing someone else before you lose money by someone else having to point it out to you. I don't think you can overstate it enough, actually. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this um, visit or revisit for some of these guys into a massive action plan to stave off some of that. And, yeah, maybe for some of our grizzled veterans – they only need 50% of that. That's fine. I also tell people when we're talking about this, um, you know, new, newer agent, returning agent, struggling agent, massive action stuff, you know, if you guys just take two or three things and you do it at the highest level possible, it's not that you always need 100% more work to get 100% more results. Some of you guys tweak a few things at a high level and you immediately see more success. I've seen it with a lot of coaching clients that um, were working well, on the expired Palooza last, you know, the, as the mm-hmm. months turned. And they tweaked their scripts, and they upgraded it, and they stopped using antiquated stuff that everybody else was using. They're having such massively better results. I'm hearing about it. It's fantastic. That's what I was exactly thinking about, Julie, because I received the same kind of communications from folks. Mm -hmm. The scripts we use, the objection handlers we use, the pre-listing pack that we have all of our students use, the listing presentation, the whole process is copywritten. It's unique to us. You're not going to find it any other place. And it is fascinating to me when we hear from somebody who we know is a top producing agent, someone who's making you know, lots of money, selling lots and lots of houses, and they oftentimes will be the ones that are, are thinking that they've got it all figured out. And you guys listening right now, listen to what Julie just said. So you're a top producing agent. You might be the top agent in your city. It doesn't really matter because here's the thing. You have to accept the fact that you can always improve. Be humble with your success. Be grateful for what you, what you know and what you've achieved. But question everything. Look at every single thing you're doing. And I mean drill down. When you want to really become an expert, the best of the best at something, you have to look at the tiniest little details. That's what a lot of times, those are the little details that just a couple little changes 
in your listing presentation, in your pre-qualification, in your scheduling makes a huge difference because it amplifies throughout the rest of your process. So no matter where you are in your, you know, in, in ascension, and remember the whole plane taking off analogy, guys, you know, essentially there's different stages to a plane taking off. There's the loading of the plane, right? And then there's where the plane uses the most fuel as it's trying to clear the runway. And then there's the cruising altitude once it reaches, you know, however, what the height is that's going to be flying. And then it can stay at cruising altitude, and at cruising altitude it can pull back on the throttle. Everyone can get a little bit liquored up on the plane. And then the plane might decide, well, it sees stormy clouds ahead. It might decide to veer off to the left or the right, go above or below. Or if it maybe wants to go up to a higher a higher altitude. You guys can do all these things. So this plane taking off analogy is true to all of you, but where the problem happens is when you are at that cruising altitude and you think you've got it all figured out, this time of year, you know, this is the hardest time of year for a lot of you because you don't want to drill down, but you have to because it's the easiest time of a year to drill down because you're not so crazy busy. So you drill down now, you realize that if you decide you're at cruising altitude, some of you, our top producing agents, selling hundreds of houses per year, if you pull back on that throttle, or if rather if you don't continue to put throttle down, if you don't continue to apply you know, the same amount of fuel, if not more, you're actually going to lose altitude. Maybe not a lot at first. Maybe it's not even going to be noticeable at first. Maybe you're consistently having 30 or 40 or 50 listings at all times, and all of a sudden it creeps down by three or four or five. You're just losing little bits of altitude. But what happens is that getting, getting that back is extremely difficult. That's the reason you have to be vigilant about everything you're doing and how you're doing it. And that's what these that's what today's show and tomorrow's show is all about. That's the reason it's so important that you take this stuff seriously. And if you even feel the words entering into your mind, oh, this is too basic. And, Julie, some of your points really are basic. And so I think we're going to blaze through some of these. I mean, some of these really are yeah, too basic, will. you know, Pretty, your first you one. Know, but for the most part, guys, this stuff is <laughs> going to be directly applicable to all of you. And we're going to sort of like show, give you a, a, from the spectrum, if, you know, if you're a brand-new agent, this is what this point means to you. If you're a top-producing agent, this is what the point means to you and how to apply it. So, Julie, let's start with the um, – let's do this in the opposite order, if you don't mind. Yep, sure. Your no rules. Doesn't it make sense uh, to do the rules first? Yes, we'll do it. So rule number one, don't skip steps. Each and every step in this plan is designed to get you into knowledge and out of ignorance. Remember that knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. So each step is both practical and applicable. You can do 100% of these items without spending much money. Um, some of The only thing I think on this list that costs money is CE classes and stuff like that, but you've got to do that anyway, so that's not because we're telling you. But other than that, this is, a, I think, a pretty free action list. So rule number two, don't listen to any agents, coaches, trainers, brokers, or advisors who are not at least as successful as you intend to be. They are not authorized to advise you. Everyone will be trying to give you advice. Many will try to convince you that you're not supposed to make any real income this year or in your first year or second year. Don't buy it. Their advice is influenced by their own experience, which may or may not have anything to do with you, your motivation, your action plan, your education, or your mindset. So insulate yourself from opinions. Does that make sense, Tim, as a rule well, to follow? Julie, the point, but point number two is really important because the, the information brokers are giving to agents or agents are learning from each other, it really is antiquated. We were Now, this was back when Julie and I were in our early, you know, we were basically almost mid-20s, back in the 90s. We were told, guess what, guys, the exact same crap that agents are being uh, told right now 
from their brokers. Things like you're not going to make money for the first six months. Things like you have to start work by working with buyers. Things like working with buyers is easier than working with sellers. Other things like, well, you have to earn your way into being a listing agent. And even then, you're going to start out by listing pond swamp, or swamp land in the middle of nowhere. Then the other lie is you can't list expensive houses when you're a new agent. All these things that new agents are being told that are really part of the fabric of our industry. And guys, if you've ever thought about why a lot of those things are being said, it's for the sake of keeping an order. And in other words, it's the sake it's for the sake of the people who have control maintaining the control. The agents and the brokers and the everything else, the structure wants to maintain itself. So if all of a sudden a bunch of new agents starts coming in and challenging the idea that you have to like wait years before you can become a listing agent, well then guess what's gonna happen? The agents who have become complacent, who are the listing agents now, are gonna have their butts handed to them. That's what happens when you run across if you're an experienced agent, you run across one of our agents, brand new, I don't care if they just got their license yesterday, and they're using the pre-listing pack, they've pre-qualified, they've done everything the way we've asked them to do it, they will probably beat you on a listing appointment. Now, if it's a level playing field uh, where there's no inside relationship with, any, with the seller, they don't have a relationship with the seller and neither do you, they will literally probably beat you. How do I know that? Because it happens every single day. What, again, the top producing agents, the agents who have been in the business for a while, they have a tendency to become complacent. They don't improve their skills. They're not paying attention to how quick things are changing with technology, how quick things are changing with consumer expectations. Everything changes so fast nowadays. And believe me, guys, as a business owner, it drives me batshit crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we don't like it, it either. We have to. Yeah, it, it just, it's, it's nuts how fast – it used to be something would take like five or six or seven years to really take a hold in our society. Now it's like six months. It's like 12 months. People's behavior is changing that quick. So if you're not changing with it and you're not keeping your skill set at the very leading edge – I'm talking SEAL Team 6 frosty here. If you're not operating on that level of intent – uh, you're not going to succeed because the market's going to pass you by. I'm not trying to make you feel scared, guys. I'm just trying to be honest. I'm telling you the truth until it hurts, and you're probably already experiencing that. So, yeah, point number two is really important. When you get into something, when you decide to start something, you need to basically focus your mind on accomplishing that goal. One of the best books to help you with that, I think probably the best book to help you with that, is uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And you guys know we have a version of it called Think and Grow Rich uh, for Real Estate Agents. And we're going to give you that book for free. I'll tell you how to get that in a second. But read that book, internalize that book. You know what? You can go and uh, listen to Napoleon reading the book. Uh, you, there's an audible version of it, and it is great. You should listen to that. Great time of year to be tuning your mind into Think and Grow Rich. And then when you have, the, when you have your goal, when you have that specific you know, idea or that real motivation – then you do not let anything get you off track. You put in place a proven plan that will get you there. I know what we're asking you to do will get you there. It's worked thousands of times in thousands of markets for thousands of agents and all kinds of different price ranges. So follow the path and then block your mind off. I need you to become myopic. What myopic means is you absolutely – this sounds counterintuitive, but hear me out, okay? Once you're on a path, once your GPS coordinates are put in, once you're on your way – you do not then start entering in uh, different alternative routes. You do not just hit key, you know, alternative route, alternative route on your GPS. You're locked in. You know what, how long it's going to take you to get there. You've got the exact uh, directions and how you're going to get there. You do not just start looking for alternative routes. You stay locked in. You follow the plan. 
Now, if you go online and you start looking for other information and you start going to other webinars and you start going to events and you start going to office meetings where they're going to have speakers in and all this stuff, on the surface, we've all been told, well, that's good. You're getting more information. Obviously, there's power in information and education and all the rest of it. Well, it's not true. That's another lie. It's another myth. When you're trying to accomplish a specific goal, when you're trying to get to someplace, you do not fill your mind with more bullshit information. You basically put a plan in place, and you follow that plan, and you do not steer off that plan until you've accomplished the goal. Please be clear about that. Don't think that more education is better. It's not. You know, I heard something yesterday, Julie, that stayed with me. Um, uh, Thomas Jefferson, back when they were getting educated, they were not taught this liberal arts education that we have now. This is kind of getting off the topic, but still it's an interesting point. They were given essentially in school, they were given like three books to read, and they're all yeah. like one of them was the Bible, and they're all like one of them some Greek, I don't remember, but they were basically three books. And that was the extent of their education. Not all this other useless information that doesn't really do any put anybody in a position to basically make informed decisions or better themselves in life, just more useless information. We're at the point, guys, where we have useless information overload. All your Facebook groups, all your everythings that you're going to, is it really helping you build your business or are you just doing it basically to have a rationalization that you're working, Right. Oh, I went to a whatever today. I went to a this the other day. I bought this widget. I bought that widget. I'm running an ad here. I'm doing this. I'm doing a postcard. Do you notice how all that stuff just makes you broke? Do you notice how all that stuff, it might give you a little sparkle of maybe working someday, but at the end of the day, you're just basically looking for more easy button things? Stop doing it. It's making you broke. Guys, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, that's what point number two is all about. So when you lock into a specific uh, a goal, think and grow rich for real estate, you implement a plan, and for a lot of you that's going to be our coaching, our coaching system, then don't get off of it. Accomplish the goal no matter what. It's going to get you there the quickest. Make sense? Of course it does. I told you how you're going to get the book for free. It's really simple. Uh, just fill out that form, and when you fill out that form, you're going to get the book. And you're going to get the book in addition to five other books. And all the, the images of the books are right there. They're going to be emailed right to you. And you're also going to get a call back from one of our new enrollment coaches, and they're going to let you know about the Premier Coaching Program. That might be a great fit for all of you. And the Premier Coaching Program, when you use the Student Approval Program, is less than $100 a month. Every single one of you are approved to be in this program. It doesn't matter if you're a new agent, a seasoned agent. Literally, when you use the Student Approval Program, no matter what your credit is, nothing matters. You're going to get in the program. You're automatically pre-approved. Every single one of you listening can be in this coaching program. This is a real-life coaching program. Literally, you're going to have a real-life coaching call every month. In addition to that, you have up to 10 other semi-private coaching calls per month and all the information we ever talk about. But look, if all you want is the book, that's cool too. Allow us to help you get on your journey. Fill out that form, download the books and those five other books that go along with it, and get started. So, Julie, let's go on to point number three. You got it. Point number three, do take massive action daily. These are your rules for following this plan. Massive action daily. Spend 75% of your day on lead generation. Boy, that will be different for a lot of people, new or mm -hmm. otherwise. 10% on education and 15% on actual appointments. As you get better at the lead generation, your time spent on actual appointments will start to increase, obviously. Now, most agents spend the majority of the day getting ready to get started to possibly take action at a later date. Your number one job in real estate is to generate leads. Nothing else matters if you are leadless. This is one of the core points that the coaches make. This is a major point I make in the premier coaching 
Your job is to generate leads, period. It's not to tweak this and tweak that and go to this webinar and seminar and this and that. It's to take massive action daily, 75% of your day in lead generation, not the other way around. What would be different about any of your trajectories, whether you are a newbie agent or a grizzled veteran or a struggled agent or returning agent, doesn't matter. How would your life and your business change if just for the next 10 business days you made the commitment and you tracked that you were going to spend 75% of your work day, which ideally consists of more than 45 minutes, right? Okay, so assuming that this is actual time, 75% of your day doing nothing but lead generation, calling expireds, following up on your leads, talking to your well, past but clients. But, Julie, you're your touching that, though, right? But this, yeah. this is where the confusion enters in, and this very topic. This very topic is where agents get screwed up. They think lead generation is basically liking somebody on Facebook. They think lead generation is basically doing this passive stuff. Look, we're going to help you, assuming you're serious about your business, and assuming you're basically one of the, and falling into one of the four categories, which, by the way, all of you do, what lead generation is, just to help you define that, it's only when you are in either over the phone, directly communicating with a buyer, preferably a seller, or belly to belly. That's it. And any of the other things that you guys think are lead generation, eventually some of them probably will maybe someday create a lead for you. But do you really want to wipe that out? Do you really want to roll the dice on Not that? A plan. Here's the Guys, here's the insanity of it all. And it just, just, you cannot argue with this point. I don't care who you are or what market you're in. And do not tell me your time is more valuable than what I'm about to ask you because it's not. Every single one of you, we pleaded, we begged for you guys to take expired Palooza over the last five or ten days seriously and start calling the expireds. And we had just the best feedback ever <laughs> from ages thanking us, you know, for you know, as some of you guys said, kicking you in the ass and getting you to do the work that you never wanted to do, and now you're seeing results from it. For the rest of you, or for those of you who didn't take it seriously, I want you to think about the insanity of what you're being told with regards to lead generation. Just for a second. Just, just meander down. Just set your skepticism aside and just hear me out. You guys are spending tens of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars per year, on, lead gener on do it for you lead generation. You are spending, if I called any of you up right now and I said, I'll send you a $500,000 listing and you have to pay me you know, $5,000, I bet you 99% of you guys would do it. Well, oh, that's good math. I'll do it. But here's the thought. That's the belief that's screwing up our industry because agents are being told that that's the way they actually build their business by buying it. You need to learn how to earn it. You need to learn how to get it yourself. In every market right now, if you go to the MLS, and you can set this up so you basically expand your search, put in multiple zip codes, do not search, you know, don't limit price ranges and all of that. I want you to look to see how many expires there were in just the last 10 days. In some markets, in some of these hot markets, I had a coaching call with a top producing agent in L.A., you know, and he was telling me his expireds per day, and he only he lives in the same neighborhood as the Kardashians, and so he sells this expensive stuff in L.A. Oh, Tim, there's never expireds. Okay, well, I got him to finally commit to actually calling expireds. He hadn't done it in probably two years consistently because he gets tons of business from his centers of influence and past clients. So, I, But he started out, by the way, by prospecting. So he, I got him to call expireds, and he takes two listings. You know, one of them for three and a half million, the other for like four million dollars from calling expires. So he lists essentially, you know, makes and these are all normal commissions. So he's going to make 
a couple hundred grand off doing this work. It took him, he said, a total of, with the appointments, probably about five hours to, to essentially secure that business. And he repositioned them on the market, lowered the prices, and, I, you know, he's going to sell them. For that amount of time, Amazing. that's a really good return on investment. Now, he's going to have to put some time into closing and all the rest of it. The point is this. In every single market, there's dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of hundreds of expireds. They're right there. Those are sellers, agents. New agents, never be confused about this. Those are sellers who have their hands in the air saying, I need to sell this house. I want to sell this house. I must sell this house. You know I'm willing to pay a commission because it was listed before. You know uh, what I th- think the house was, uh, you know, what it's worth because it was listed before. You know, I'm probably not as, uh, as tough about my price because it, it obviously was not the right price. You guys get the point? So you're willing to spend all this money and time and mailing these postcards and, and doing all this other stuff. And, guys, again, those are things you can add after you have your core spokes and your business in place. Again, don't start out of the gates or don't try to recreate yourself by trying to buy your business. Earn your business. Learn how to go after the business because it's there. They have their hands up in the air, and you're just saying, no, 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 you people with your hands up in the air, I'm not going to offer to help you, even though in my marketplace there's thousands of people that have their listings expire in the last 30 days. I'm not going to give you – I'm just going to forget you. I'm not paying attention to you. I want to look for the one person who, who basically is thinking about selling their house sometime in the future. That's the insanity of what you guys are being told. Isn't that incredible? And here's the other thing that's incredible about lead generation. Buying buyer leads is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. You take one listing and you do a minimum How do you really of, feel uh, again? I'm unclear. Well, but seriously, right. Julie, I know, isn't it the I know. stupidest thing ever? You, totally. You know, guys, our first, our first broker, a guy named Rory Averill in Worthington, Ohio, great broker, REMAX agent, a REMAX broker, uh, REMAX North. If you ever want to – if you're in that market and you're looking for a really wonderful family to work uh, for as your broker, Rory and Terry Averill. And I'll never forget what Rory told me. He said – because we were talking about all this, and we, Julie and I were you know, basically right out of college, and we were trying to figure all this stuff out. And he said, uh, go take a listing, and then you'll, quote, unquote, have to beat the buyers off with a stick. And he was right. Mm-hmm. You take yep. one listing, you put the sign in the yard, you use a service like 800 Home Hotline, and do other basically free marketing things, you will have buyers coming out of your ears. There are no shortages of, of buyers ever. So do not ever think that you have to buy buyers. Learn how to go and be a killer listing agent. In a transitioning market like this, and in some places it's transitioning more than others, you're going to have so much opportunity to become a listing agent. Please, guys, I sincerely beg you, all of you, to take this seriously. So 75% of your time has to be spent on lead generation, 10% on education, on 15% on actual appointments. Point number four, Julie. Point number four, and this is for everyone, not just newbies, but we could probably do like a whole week on this. Don't spend money you don't have. Make the pledge to keep unnecessary, unproven, speculative items off of your credit cards. The following four black holes of expenditure are off limits to you. Buying leads, branding, marketing, farming. Why would you spend money, especially if you're financing this and paying interest on these things? Totally unnecessary, unproven, speculative Keep it off your credit cards. And I really think, Tim, that that's words to live by for 90% of agents, not just the new agents. But I do think that new, newer, and recovering agents are more susceptible to this type of expenditure because they feel like they're doing something. And because it's easier to do this 
than to do the more challenging things that cre- that cause you know you to have more discipline and more skill, like prospecting, lead follow up, and all the normal stuff. Well, their brokers and their office managers and their team leaders and their whatever whatever don't want to have the they don't want to have the responsibility of telling them the truth, even if they know it, like what we just did, like what we exactly. do every single day on the radio. You know, guys, Let's we know our message is not. Gonna, there's there's like well, a million two members. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a million two members of the National Association of Realtors. I don't expect uh, Julie and I to resonate with all of them. It's impossible because not very many people want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear it. They want to believe that they can buy it. So you become a new agent nowadays. The new the, the pattern is, is you sit down, you're told to buy leads, buy buyer leads. That's what you guys are being told. It's so it's stupid. But that's what you're being told. No one's actually telling you to learn how to become a listing agent. They're telling you the exact opposite. They're setting up these huge barriers for your success. I don't think many times they do it intentionally. They're doing it because they're busy. They're doing it because they know a buyer is going to generally lead to a, you know, if you're lucky, a 30 or 60 day paycheck. But then you're going from paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. Remember what Julie says, working with sellers is mental energy, which, you know, you guys can recreate. Working with buyers is physical energy, which you have a limited amount of. So keep that in mind. So, Julie, we have time for. Um, These are quick points. I like point number five. Point number five is a really good one. Jump in. Okay, rule number five, do make sure you're with the right broker. It's disruptive and costly to move brokerages, especially multiple times. Interview with several, understand their benefits, their market share, their reputation, commission schedule, and their culture. Make an informed decision and stick with it for at least a year. If you do have to make a switch, do it between Christmas and New Year's to minimize the disruption to your cash flow and your momentum. So, again, not just for newer agents, but especially for them, do some research. Take your time, interview with multiple brokerages so that you don't have to do multiple switches. That becomes a dangerous habit for some agents. It becomes their excuse why they're not being successful because it's easy to blame your broker. Well, I'm I'm with the wrong brokerage, so as soon as I switch, I'll start making money. That's very disruptive, and you can go broke before you find the right broker. So you might as well do your research in the the beginning and make the best choice you can. You can change a year later if you have to. But switching around is pretty disruptive and destructive, I believe. But Julie, the agents, the agents right now who are thinking about switching or who are, you know, new getting trying to choose who the broker is, you guys, you have to be real clear on what your broker's job is. Your broker's job is not to be your coach, is not to be your trainer beyond the legal stuff. They're not there to teach you how to generate business. They're not there to teach you crap. That's the truth, and they're busy running their own business. A broker's job is not to be your mentor. Well, maybe your mentor, but certainly not your trainer, certainly not your coach. There are a few out there that do that and do it well, but for the most part, they're just going to tell you to go buy buyer leads because they're too busy running the brokerage, taking care of all the other problems. You're a entrepreneur. Remember? You're 1099. Your success is up to you. What you learn, what you apply, what you do in your business is up to you. Your broker's not telling you what to do or how to do it, are they? Not beyond the occasional legal thing. Your success is up to you, not your broker. Quit acting like your failure or your never achieving any kind of real success is your broker's fault. It's not. The fact is is that running a brokerage, guys, is a really, really tough business. And if anything, you should be incredibly grateful for your broker. They're taking a huge amount of risk. Would you do it? 
you know, Julie and I, we own part of a brokerage for a very short amount of time. I say very short because we realized what it was, and we walked away from it. It's adult daycare. It's constant hand-holding. It's problems. It's dealing with irrational people acting irrationally. It's not a business that, you know, guys, again, be grateful for the brokers that have taken the risk that are willing to, you know, allow you in their office. Don't take advantage of them. Don't over-negotiate on your commission splits. All these little silly things that you guys have floating around in your heads that you use excuses not to be successful. Set all that horseshit aside and just be honest with yourself. Why don't you know how to actually list houses consistently? Why aren't you setting list appointment consistently? Why don't you have a listing process that's consistent? Why, aren't you, why don't you have 10 or 20 or 30 listings at all times? Why aren't you making the amount of money that you maybe originally thought you could possibly make? Why don't you have a business plan? Complete our real estate treasure map. We give you that free just by filling out the form. Why aren't you actually doing these things, guys? Why not? It's not your broker's fault. It's yours. So stop blaming your broker. Stop wasting time. But do choose a good one out of the gates. And uh, use Julie's suggestions for that. So listen, guys, we're going to pick up where we left off today, tomorrow. And please do send us emails. Please do share any of your thoughts. Please let us know if we're on track. If we're off track, we appreciate the, the criticism. We appreciate the praise. We appreciate the suggestions on folks we should have on the radio show. Guys, you're in the right place at the right time. Now it's up to you to take the, make the right moves. Don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait for tomorrow. Do it now. Seriously, do it now. Why wouldn't you? Oh, I'm going to wait to the spring. I'm going to wait for pigs to fly. I'm going to wait for this. I'm going to wait for that. Waiting. You've been waiting long enough. Haven't you? Haven't you? You've been waiting long enough. Take the actions now, guys, that are necessary. Go back and listen to past radio shows. They're all on our website, timandjulieharris.com. They're also on realestatecoachingradio.com. Go back and listen to all of them. There are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. We're told that this is the number one radio show podcast for, for agents. We broadcast daily. This information we give to you guys for free, but really at the, at the end of the day, there's, you can't even put a value on this because if you're willing to actually listen, learn, and apply, there's no limit to what you can accomplish in your life. Those of you who have been longtime listeners, those of you who have helped to make this radio show successful, I sincerely thank you. You're the backbone of this show's success. If there's ever anything we can do for any of you, please reach, us, reach out to us directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.